I don't think it's going to work. I'm sure it's going to work. Because the fundamentals are there. I mean, we, got, we can have some bumps in the road, like everything. But um, the fundamentals are the same. And it's going to work because, because the philosophy of it is right. So it's, you know, just give it time. It's going to work for Asabi. It's going to work for Bitcoin. It's going to work for the world. Hello there. How are you all doing? Welcome to the What Bitcoin Did podcast, which is brought to you by Gemini, the only place I am using for buying Bitcoin. I'm your host, Peter McCormack. And before we get into the interview today, I have a quick message from my show sponsors. This show is brought to you by Ledger, the world's most popular hardware wallet. Now listen, in Bitcoin, we have this saying, right? Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. So if you're a Bitcoin holder, it is your money and it's time for you to own it. And if you're not storing your Bitcoin on a hardware wallet, then you are trusting somebody else. I took control of my Bitcoin back in 2017 when I bought my first Ledger Nano S, and I'm still using that same device today. Ledger is the smartest and easiest way for you to take control of your Bitcoin. Now, if you would like to find out more or purchase a hardware wallet from Ledger, then please head over to ledger.com, which is L-E-D-G-E-R.com. Next up, it is BlockFi. Now, BlockFi bridges the world of traditional finance and Bitcoin, empowering you for this future financial world. And for people in the US who own or are interested in owning Bitcoin or stacking more sats, then the BlockFi Rewards credit card provides the easiest way for you to earn Bitcoin. There are no fees to use this card, no annual fee, and no foreign transaction fees. And you can get 3.5% back in Bitcoin on all purchases in your first three months and then 1.5% back forever after. And also for every dollar you spend over 50,000 annually, you can get 2% back in Bitcoin. Now, if you want to stack stats with BlockFi, then please head over to BlockFi.com for more information and to find out the terms and conditions. This is BlockFi.com, which is B-L-O-C-K-F-I.com. Next up, it's Casa. Whether you've just bought your first sats or you're a Bitcoin pro, you need to protect your investment. And the only person who should be in charge of your Bitcoin and your financial freedom is you. And securing your Bitcoin does not have to be difficult because Casa makes it so easy. Getting started is super simple. You just download the app, create an account, and enjoy a 30-day free trial. And if you need some assistance, it is just a click or phone call away. Casa has best-in-class customer support and free online resources to support you. There is no better time to upgrade your Bitcoin security and get total peace of mind. You can find out more at keys.casa, which is K-E-Y-S dot C-A-S-A. Also today, we have BCB Group. Now, BCB Group provide online business banking for companies in the Bitcoin industry. And yes, of course, I am a BCB customer too now. Now, they heard about the difficulty I was having finding a new bank, and they understand Bitcoin. So when they reached out to me and said, Pete, you should move your account over to BCB Group, I was like, sure. Sounds absolutely perfect for me. And I could not be happier with the service they have provided me. Now, BCB clients include major exchanges, market makers, funds, and miners active in the UK and Europe, but they are now expanding globally. They also have this amazing network called Blink, which facilitates instant free payments between BCB clients for all supported currencies. Now, listen, I know some of you have also had trouble with your banking, and if you are looking for a banking provider who understands and supports Bitcoin companies rather than creating hurdles, then like me, you want to become a BCB customer. Now, if you want to find out, please head over to bcbgroup.com forward slash Peter, which is bcbgroup.com forward slash Peter. 
Good. Good. How are you, Mr. President? Good to see you. You right? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Big week. Yeah, big week. <laughs> it went well. It hasn't ended yet. Do we want to? I don't know. We got the tough questions. Do you want the tough ones as well? Is it tough? Them? Really? Well, what do you mean by tough? Tough for me to ask. <laughs> so listen, when we were here two and a half, three months ago, while we were in the other room, honestly, I left and I was like, no, nah, they're not going to hit that deadline. That is, that's too hard. Oh, yeah, it was a crazy deadline. That was a crazy deadline. Well, I spoke to people and everyone was like, no, nope, they're not going to do it. And you did. I yeah. mean, I know you've had some technical challenges, which you yes. would expect. Probably, if we had uh, more time, we probably had the same problems. You would. We, so. I mean, how do you know? I mean, really, we probably have the same problems, probably more problems, or probably less problems. Well, you maybe don't roll out nationwide in, in one go, which, which was brave. They, they, they told me that. Yeah. But I really think that, I mean, you know, there's a lot of ways to get to, from A to C. You can either go from A to C or go from A to B and then to C. You can actually go to D and then back to C, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways to, go, to get there. So a lot of people my second second guess what we're doing, and they're probably right. But that doesn't mean we're wrong. That just means there's several ways to do it, the same thing. Well, I still think it was brave. It was like a it was a bold deadline. A lot of people were doubting it, and maybe not the perfect rollout, but it's it's been pretty good. Yeah. It's you know, we went to Starbucks today and it was flawless. Went to McDonald's, slightly different experience, but well, you know, a lot of people, they haven't, they haven't really seen that in, that these global corporations are actually accepting Bitcoin for, for a coffee. That's what we were discussing. And, uh, and I know you could say, oh, you know, McDonald's is a franchise. Sure, in the U.S. it's a franchise too. Uh -huh. I mean, actually McDonald's, they don't own McDonald's, right? They don't own restaurants. They actually, they're a franchise company. Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, they will say that they're also a real estate company. But that's another that's another topic. But what I'm trying to say is that these companies, they, they work globally like Pizza Hut, for example, or KFC or Wendy's or Burger King. And they're all accepting Bitcoin right here. So it's like, you know, Walmart is, I mean, they're, they're just asking for some days to roll out, but they, they, they're going to accept Bitcoin in, in a couple of days. And I don't know if tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, they, Walmart is going to accept Bitcoin. And how many stores, here in El Salvador, they have like 100 stores. Mm -hmm. How many stores do they have in the States or in the world? And of course, they're not accepting, and it's the same company. That's not a franchise. Mm -hmm. It's a company owned by a, actually by a family. But uh, they're going to, you know, they're going to do this here. And Bitcoin transactions, uh, they're not using our uh, wallet. Mm -hmm. They are using another service. Mm -hmm. So they're going to pay a very small fee, I guess, I would guess. But that fee, which be pennies, uh, I mean, maybe less. Yeah, exactly. Maybe sats. Sats, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, a credit card fee here will be, I mean, for a, for a normal business, will be six, seven percent. Well, especially for me, if I use my card, it's got to get a pound to a dollar yeah. across the ocean. Yeah. So there's always a big fee with that. That's a big fee, yes. But it's also even even people here with credit cards, Salvadoran credit cards. Uh huh. Used in a Salvadoran supermarket or in a Salvadoran you know, restaurant, they will charge 5% to the restaurant. 5%. Mm -hmm. And I, I, just, I just remember when they say, you know, you never pay high interest rates for a loan because mm -hmm. that will break, that will, that will get you broke. 
but you, you're, you paid 5% for one, one second. Isn't that the highest interest rate in the world? It kind of is. Yeah, so now this huge corporations like Walmart, Starbucks, you, know, you name it. I mean, mm-hmm. every major corporation, most major corporations are here, right? So cars, for example, there's tons of brands and they all will say Bitcoin eventually. And when I say eventually, I'm not, I'm not saying stand, was Bitcoin standard or, or wait some years. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about weeks, right? So uh, if you go to a, you know, to a Sheraton or to a Marriott hotel, they would have said Bitcoin in you know, a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So all of these corporations will have, will experience this right here. And probably they would say, for example, Pizza Hut, one of the, one of the best franchise, Pizza Hut franchises are here mm-hmm. in El Salvador. You can go to a restaurant and you will see the difference between a Pizza Hut here and a Pizza Hut in the States. Yeah. It's a it's huge difference. Okay. I mean, a lot better here. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they would say, okay, in this very nice restaurants that we have in El Salvador, we are, we are accepting Bitcoin and it's working seamlessly, flawlessly, fast, um, cheap. Uh, a lot of people are, are coming in to pay with that and secure everything, right? Mm-hmm. And why not do it in Mexico? You know, the owners of the pizza, of the uh, pizza Hut restaurants here are the same owners at the Mexico restaurants. They're Salvadorans, yeah. but they own the Mexico franchises too. So why wouldn't they do it in Mexico? I mean, same corporate, same international corporation, same same owners of the franchise. Why wouldn't they do it in Mexico? They don't need they don't need they don't even need uh, Bitcoin to be legal tender in Mexico. They can actually just accept it. It's not illegal. Mm-hmm. So, and, and and probably the same people will ask for it. So you know, it's like. I, I, well, I get I, it. Neil, Neil said to me after the coffee, he said, put the camera on me. He said, how does this feel? And I said, it's not what you think I'm going to say. I said, it's not the fact I've just bought a coffee with Bitcoin. I've been doing that in Zonte for two yeah. years. It's the fact I bought a Star- Starbucks coffee in with Bitcoin. And used to, I, I used to come here and I could go to Zonte. I didn't have to bring dollars because I could just yeah. use my wallet everywhere. Exactly. Now I don't have to. I can come to the city and I don't need to bring dollars because I can exactly. use my wallet. You actually don't need it. You, you won't in in a couple of weeks. You won't need to carry cash or no. credit cards. Actually, you won't need a, re, a a real wallet. But the thing I said is the biggest a thing physical here. One. This is an advert to every Starbucks in the world. When they realize that you've got Bitcoin as wanting to use this, I mean, they've rolled it out here in a couple of months. They can do that across the U.S. They rolled it out probably less because. You would think that they they didn't start to work in in June six when we approved the law. Yeah. They probably started work in July, so they probably had less than two months to to have everything seamlessly working, fast. Have their personnel trained. It was it's not easy to yeah. have their staff uh, trained and yep. know how, how to work. You know, and the the account the 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 the, the account uh, the accountants. I mean, it's the waiters. Well, McDonald's had built it into their screens, which, yes. which surprised me. Because I, yeah. I assumed going up to the screen, it would be no, it'd be right yeah. at the counter. They got it in the screens. I mean, those screens are all around the world. Yeah, it's the same screens, yeah. same software, same hardware, same everything. Same uh, product, same brands. You know, 
I, I, it feels like, it seems like a no-brainer to me. I mean, it, it's going to happen. Either it's going to happen now or in the next years. But, you know, it seems like a no-brainer. Have you got any early data on usage, how much people are using Bitcoin yet? No, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that number. I, I won't because I, we, can, we can only look into the, the Chivo app. Okay. Which we have numbers about about Chivo, but but you didn't pay with Chivo up, nope. and uh, McDonald's and Starbucks didn't uh, get, collect your payment with Chivo up. Okay. So I don't know that. I probably know when they filed their taxes. But, you know, you have to add up all that, and you know, it's, it will it will it will be pretty hard to add up a number. But, you know, but that's just the nature of Bitcoin. Right? Can can they pay their taxes in Bitcoin? Yes, of course. Yeah. Bitcoin standards happening here. Yes. No, here you can pay your taxes, either it's government or municipal, uh, in the airport, all of the services, even, even, in, the, even in the borders. You, you can pay your tourist card with, with, with Bitcoin. Actually, immigration put up a video of the first tourist that paid his tourist card with Bitcoin. We're two Mexicans. Amazing. Yeah, with, uh, with a, a couple. They came from Mexico. They wanted actually they came because of Bitcoin. They wanted a lot to, of people have come because of Bitcoin. But they went to the airport and they said, "Can we pay the?" the I mean, they were probably were were trying us out, right? Mm-hmm. We want. Can we pay the, the the card with with Bitcoin? Sure, we're ready to go. Yes, yes. And they had. Uh, uh, There's a lot of people who want you to fail. You know, I because I tweeted it and you retweeted yes, it. There's yes, a yes. lot of people who want you to fail. Yes, of and course. I think these people, if you're a critic, you should want it to be a success whilst critiquing why it might fail, but people actually want you to fail. Yes, exactly. Not considering the consequences of what that means for other people. You feel that pressure. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's very easy to see. Mm-hmm. When you see this, a lot of, you know, this economists were like very, suddenly very worried about El Salvador. They're like, oh, El Salvador is doing this bad, you know, this will harm Salvadorans. I'm like, really? I mean, we have been literally starving for a hundred years, and you never said, you know, Salvador should do this or that, and now suddenly you're saying you're telling us what to do, and that we shouldn't do that or we shouldn't do the other thing. I mean, it's of course they're not interested in El Salvador; they're interested in us to fail, because there's, you know, if if you look what's at stake, if this succeeds, which I think it will, but you know, they think. They can stop it. If this succeeds, it will be one of the one of the history's biggest game changers in economics. Not only monetary policy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the full-blown global economic system. What's the first domino? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if the first domino. You know, we could, you, you, you can you can set up analogies, but if it if it works, why? Would any other country won't well, do the same thing? I mean, if it, imagine a country like El Salvador, which is you know with all the all the handicaps mm-hmm. we have, right? Suddenly, you would it will have we have 75 percent of our people are unbankerized. Mm-hmm. Imagine in in a year from now, that's down to ten. That we have been trying for. I don't know, like 30 years to bankerize our people. Mm-hmm. And it has been impossible because they don't trust the banks, because the banks don't, don't want to give service to them, because the, the services are too expensive, whatever. 
And if we achieve in a year what we couldn't achieve in 30 years, that's just one thing. Now, if we can achieve economic growth or even, even to bypass, even for some people to bypass inflation, which right now it's, it's crazy, right? I, I, this, this, there's so much things at stake that, of course, there's going to be a lot of money and a lot of, and a lot of uh, effort into having us fail. And that's why suddenly, you know, there's all of this huge media outlets attacking a small country. And you were like, why? I mean, really, did they care before? They're really not attacking me or, or the country. They're, they're just attacking, actually, they're just attacking Bitcoin. I mean, they hate it because they're afraid of it. So they're, they're, we're being attacked as accessories. Well, they're afraid of it making them irrelevant. Of course, of course. There's, Losing control. Yeah. I mean, actually, the, if, you, if, you, I mean, if you look a, a little bit forward, the, the market value in Bitcoin in, do, in dollars is actually low, for, very, very small for its real potential, mm-hmm. right? So That's why we huddle. Exactly. Because it's, it's, you know, it's very, very small. I mean, yeah. you could say, oh, no, it's almost a trillion dollars. Yes, but, you know, that's, that's, not, you know, that's really small if you, if you understand the concept. If that grows, it will grow at the expense of what? And at the expense of the U.S. dollar, yeah. the expense of huge banks, at the expense. So there's of the you know international monetary system. So I mean, it's, you have you know, this gigantic enemies now. That before, I mean, they were not. I mean, they didn't care about us. They were not our friends, but not our enemies. And now they're rooting us for us to fail. But I, I really don't think it would happen just because. It's not an, I mean, they will try. They will try to scare people. They will try to, you know, to, to, to give us a bad rep internationally. Uh, they will try to, you know, to bring us down in, in our approval ratings locally. How do you measure success yourself? And it's quite a tricky thing because yes. you can measure success on the number of people who have become banked, which is, that's quite an easy thing to kind yeah, of measure. Yeah. Also, there will be a variable, right? Yeah. It's not going to be the variable, but it's a very important one. You've got productivity, yeah. investment. Economic growth, economic GDP, growth. economic growth, yeah. Let's see next year. Wow. See, one of the tricky things is, which will lead to another question I've got later on, but is that if you track Bitcoin's history, there's a potential of going up and then coming back down. And yeah. during that period it goes down, that's when people will come at you most, I think. That's when you'll face your biggest challenges. You think? Yeah. I actually prefer the bear markets, by the way. I haven't worked through one. That's yeah. when the real work gets done. Yeah. But we saw it the other day. I mean, you were buying Bitcoin and you know, the price drops a, what we consider a small amount. Peter Schiff is like this and Hanky's like yeah, this. Yeah, but they're probably very smart people. I'm not saying they're, you know, but they're not being, they're not being honest. We know that. Yeah, I know you know. I know. And that. probably the, the people that watch your show know it. But Let's, let's, let's just, I'll give you a very small answer. Oh, they lost $2 million. Really? When? I mean, we have the same coins that we had before. I mean, really, when we lost what? You, you, you're just calculating a market appreciation value against another currency that's just, you know, this just, it's, it could be that right now. It will be, it will, it will be different later. Mm-hmm. But let's 
take that aside for a second. Even, even big media companies are saying that we're going to save, and this is not me, this is big mm -hmm. media companies, are saying that we're going to save $400 million in remittances. Well, that's just one. No, this, no, no. Yeah, we, we talk about a lot of things, yeah. right? We talk about coffee, we talk about Starbucks, McDonald's, we talk about you know, jobs, investment, tourism. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about remittances. Yeah. So we talk about a lot of things. But we talk about uh, economic inclusion, bank bankarization of the informal sector. You know, you know, we're talking about loans for you know small businesses. Mm -hmm. We talk about a lot of things. We didn't talk about remittances. Now, these big uh, media companies, they are saying that El Salvador will save four hundred million dollars a year, every year, four hundred million. No, but in, I, I in thought they were saying Salvador. just on Western Union. One company alone. Well, I don't know. I think yeah. it's probably Western Union. I don't know if, or you know, the, the three of them. But it could be more. It could be more. Yes. But let's let's Just let's stay it. with their number, yeah. right? Because if, I could say another number, yeah. but let's stay with their number. They say that uh, that Salvadorans will save every year four hundred million dollars. So do you think if the government loses two million? to make their citizens, I mean, we're not losing two million. Yeah. Let's say we're, we lost two million, which is a lie, you know, and we haven't lost anything. But let's, let's say this economists are right and we lost two million, right? And you know, we, we, we haven't sold, sold anything, but let's say they're right. Okay, they, they also have say, said that Salvadorans are gonna save 400 million every year. I mean, not, not these guys, but I mean, mm -hmm. the, you know, the media conglomerates. So we haven't lost anything, but let's say we lost two million to make our people save 400 million every year. So in 10 years, it would be 4 billion, just with their numbers. What, what is your GDP in at the moment? Thing, I know I should know it, but. Like, yeah, like 20, 24, 25 billion. So that's 20% over 10 years of your GDP. That's pretty big numbers. And that's not counting everything else. In. Well, it's a, yes, but it could be, it's actually more because we're talking about one variable, mm. which is uh, remittances. But then you have a lot of other variables. Even, even with the variable of remittances, which is one of mm. all of the other variables, we can actually make more uh, for our people than 400 million. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's, there's the ease factor. Mm -hmm. Let's say you, you, you live in, in the U.S., you're a Salvadoran working there, you work two jobs to, you, to, to, you know, to live over there and, and send some money back home, right? And, and they will charge you, in, to all of them, they will charge $400 million a year in fees to send their money home. So if you want to send, let's say, $50, you will have to pay $5, mm -hmm. right? Or if you want to send, so you're probably not going to send fifty dollars because it's too expensive to send. You have to go to, to, to you know, to the, you know, to the these places and give your money, send it, pay a pay a high, a high fee. So you're probably not going to send fifty dollars, and and you you have probably have to go on Monday, and and the, here they will have to go and collect the money mm -hmm. personally. Probably you can put it, you know, electronically over there, but they have to go personally to collect. Mm -hmm. But now. You have your phone, so you know a, a kid can can tell his dad, "Dad, I'm going to the movies with my with my girlfriend. Can you please send me twenty bucks?" My son did it to me today. So it's easier. Yeah, it I mean, I mean, if if that happens with the normal system, 
his dad would just say, no, of course not. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put a, a remittance of 20 bucks and pay fees, pay $6 for a $20 remittance and then send it to you. And then you go to, this, to, the, to the Western Union uh, shop and take the $20, the, the $14 out. But, but if it's so easy at sending a WhatsApp message, why wouldn't he send $20? Well, he, he, I mean, so it's probable. It's, yeah. it's, it's possible. It's very, it's very likely that Salvadorans are not only going to save $400 million a year, but this, the ease and the speed of the transactions and the 24-hour 7 and everything, and, and having his kid being able, I mean, he can go and cash it out in, a, in an ATM, mm-hmm. but he can also go to the, the, the movie theater and just you know, pay for the, for, the, for the tickets. So that will make, I think, his dad probably to send him $20 that he wouldn't have sent otherwise. So we have to, we can't measure that right now, but we definitely will measure it at, at the end of the year. So I, I, I'm sure we're going to see some other variables that we haven't uh, thought of them before, but we're going to see them eventually happening and you know, probably a couple of surprises. So you're buying Bitcoin as the government though. Yeah. What's the strategy with that? Because some people's strategy is to buy, is to hold, let it appreciate in value, and leverage that. Could your government be the same? No, no, because we actually distribute Bitcoin to okay. people. So we we will probably have we'll probably buy a lot more, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll take advantage of the dips, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will probably buy a lot more, and that's why when they say, "Oh, they lost two million dollars," like oh, they don't know. Either they don't they know nothing about it, or they just pretend that they know nothing about it. But of course, we haven't lost anything. But we're going to buy a lot more because we need to distribute you know, to each download. And then you have other other things that you would kind of, you would want to distribute with with the, the same system in Bitcoin. So, and we actually we actually buy Bitcoin from the population too, mm-hmm. because when they uh, convert to mm-hmm. to USD, we give, we give them fiat money for the for the Bitcoin we just probably gave them yesterday. So you know it's it's you know it's it's a dynamic thing. But it also includes giving it to our people, buying it back, giving it, giving it, giving it back, selling it to our people. So it's you know, it's a more dynamic thing than just you know an investor that just buys and holds. Mm-hmm. For us, it's a you know it's, as a currency, it's a very very dynamic thing. There's not a separate treasury though as an investment for the country. Well, yes, yes. I yeah. mean the, the trust fund is it has also an investment part of it, of mm-hmm. course, and. Uh, yeah, but but it's not only that. It's more. It's it's a lot. Has a lot, of, a lot of dynamics into it. That it's not just like an investor mm-hmm. that we just buy, like an asset and hold it. Uh, it's, it's like if you know, if you use gold coins for example in the past, mm-hmm. gold was or it still is a value asset. But at the same at the time it was a currency. You know, before in Rome they would pay with with gold, silver, and you know. Uh, copper coins and but it will still be also an asset and also a coin yeah right so it's the same with us it's an asset of course but it's also a currency so it, it, it's going to move mm. you know but it's yeah it's it's also it will be it's also an investment of course and a lot of people are saving also yes yes it's incredible we thought we really thought there would be huge lines in the atms huge lines just because of you know the, yeah i mean i wanted to cash out Give me my thirty dollars. Yeah. Yes, but 
actually, it's like 20 times less what I would have expected. And we're talking about the first days with glitches in the app and everything, with bugs, and, and the people are preferring it. With 90% of the businesses still not accepting it because, you know, they have to roll out their things and we have to give them some, some time. People are actually, not, not the majority, but 40% of the people are using the ATMs to, put, to, to buy Bitcoin and put it in their, in, in their wallets. So this, this yeah. is, you know, it's, it's very interesting. It's, it's even, it's, I mean, of course I wouldn't like the bugs and the glitches in the app that we're fixing every day and every day it's, it's a better experience. And, you know, probably when you put this up, it's going to be perfect. Not Maybe. Per- perfect, Close nothing up. is perfect, but, you know, as close to perfect as yeah. humans can do. But I just really, for me, with, it, with 90% of the businesses still not accepting Bitcoin, an app with bugs and glitches, with the uncertainty and the, and the you know, lack of knowledge of Bitcoin, and having such a low cashing out percentage that will make you think that you know, this is going to work a lot better than what we thought. So we're measuring other variables that, you know, the people that are rooting for us to fail are either not measuring or they're just not talking about it. Mm. But it's working a lot better than what we thought. Not, I'm not talking about the app. I'm talking about it's working a lot better because the people are, you know, very interested in this new thing. If you go, to, if you go downtown, for example, mm-hmm. you would see a, a man who's very old and low income asking, okay, how this works. He's really interested in the technology. Why is that Zonte? I've seen. I've well, but seen it's it it something you have. A, you have a more mature uh, community, right? But, but still, there's new people there who still hadn't touched Bitcoin, and on the seventh, they collected Bitcoin for their first time, and they're still asking. The peer-to-peer knowledge itself is super important. Yes, of course. Yeah, because they will ask people they trust. Yeah. So they have built trust in their lives, in relationships, family, mm. friendship, you know, working relationships, and now they are going to. And now that person that they have built this relationship with is telling them, you, you should use this, it's very good. I mean, look, there's a lot of, there's a lot of communication, a lot of education that has to be done. Mm-hmm. But at the end, you know, if you have a, a good solid project that you know it's gonna work, you, know, you should you know, push it. You put a lot on the line with this. What, what, what have I put in the line? Very high approval rating. Yeah. Are you, are you, you like investing? I like investing in Bitcoin. Yeah. So you can invest political capital in Bitcoin, can you? Yeah, look, I think it'll work. Of course it will. But, but I don't know if the measures will be there in a year or four, like 10 years time. I think it works. Let's, let's I'll give you an example. Um, the opposition parties in, you know, they're, they have been saying, oh, they're going to take away your dollars, for example. Or, oh, they're going to, they're going to force you to use Bitcoin, even if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And they actually used that discourse for the last three months, right? Since mm-hmm. we have the Bitcoin law. till when September 7 arrived, nobody took away your dollars. Nobody forced you to download or use anything. Then September 8 came, September 9, and you don't need a year, you don't need 10 years for people to realize that this is voluntary. Nobody's taking your dollars away from you. If you want paper money, you can have it. The benefits of having 
for example, if you have a business, uh, more clients, um, a bank account, mm -hmm. which you didn't have before, loans, because we're gonna we're gonna loan money mm -hmm. to 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 micro businesses, micro loans, which very low interest rates. I mean, once we start mining, and we start building schools that says this school was built with Bitcoin, right? And then in your community will see your school. How much time do we need for that? One year. So it's not going to be 10. I mean, it's going to be 10 for you know, mm -hmm. real violation, you know, another country is probably big ones accepting. Yeah, that's probably going to take time. But, but there's a lot of benefits that are going to come. Well, they came on Tuesday. There's a lot of benefits that are going to come in a week when there's more usage. There's a lot of benefits that are going to come in three months. And there's a lot of benefits that are coming in a year. So I, I don't think we have to wait 10 years to see the benefits of it. I actually think that we would, I mean, people are already seeing the benefits. And not only the benefits, but they are also seeing that all of the, the, the things that they told them are wrong. Yes, they were lies, actually. Is there some PTSD from the transition of the colony to the... Yes, there's a lot of yeah. that, yes. Because that's what, that was very, very forceful. forceful. And, uh, and it was very, very damaging for, for the common folk. Because what, what Salvadorans will always say is that we earn money in colognes and we pay in dollars. Yeah. So it's, and it was totally mandatory and, and, and you know, there was no option. And even if you, even if you, if you pay with your colognes, they would take, take them away and give you dollars. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't even in the law, it was just, you know, with banks and supermarkets and pharmacies and, you know, did because they were ordered by the government to do it. Not because it, it wasn't the law, but just because, you know, they would do it. So there's, there's a lot of, of post-traumatic stress disorder associated with that. But, but you know, it's, it's, it's a different government now and there's different times and population thinks differently. So there's, there's a lot of that, but, you know, this, this is going to, that, all the fight is going to erode very. It's going to erode very quickly, at least here locally. But I don't think they're really against Bitcoin. No, they're I not. I think they're against you. I think if you'd have banned Bitcoin, they perhaps would have been protesting for you to make Bitcoin. Oh, legal. you're talking about the opposition. Yeah, the yes, opposition. they just, of course, they're just against everything we do. But you know, they're, they're actually they're very easy to you know. They haven't been successful with us, never. So I'm more afraid of the international. Um, attacks, because that type of adversary we have never had. I mean, I've never, we've never fought the international banking system. And you feel like you're fighting that now? Well, yes, yes, yes. Because you can see in all the, this huge media outlets that never cared about El Salvador before. And now they are like, you know, every other news is about, every, every other news that they put out is about El Salvador. So it's like, you know, and, and it's not the news what we're afraid of, but what's behind them. Mm -hmm. I mean, the news itself, you know. Look, I'm a Bitcoiner. We've lived with this third news for every cycle. Yes, but, for... yes, but you're talking about yeah. a trillion dollar valuation right now mm -hmm. market that is going to grow probably a hundredfold. So I, I don't see it not, not being a hundred trillion or a lot more, actually. Mm -hmm. you know, so you're fighting fire with fire, but here you're, I mean, you're, for them, it's like taking away a candy from a baby, right? We're a very, very small country. Yeah. And so I'm more afraid of them. I mean, local opposition, yeah, they're going to, they're gonna, like you say, but they're like, if you, if you see their demonstrations, they can never reach 500 people. 
I mean, for them, it's like their cap. Right? But they will say, because I went there and had them yell at me. Yeah, but um, yeah, they, they were like, how much? Uh, the first one, maybe 300. The second one, maybe 500. I wasn't at the third one. The pictures look slightly more. Some of them will say that the, the numbers are low because people are scared to come out. That's what some of the people said to us. Yeah, but do you think that's, I mean, that's true? You know, have, have, you seen, um, have you seen how the police react to the protest here? They don't do it. Well, they you weren't know, really there. Exactly. You know, in my, in my, I have been president for two years and three months. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we never uh, disperse uh, protests. Yeah. We, we haven't used one can of tear gas in, in my whole presidency. Because I always will, will instruct, like, please stay away from the protests. I mean, let them, you know, let them protest. Mm -hmm. If they paint everything, we're going to paint later, right? Let them paint and, and whatever. And um, do you support? So you support the idea of a protest? You want you want to see it? You want to understand? Well, I don't want them to protest against me, but I, I really but support their, their right to do yeah. it. Yes, of course. I don't like it, but that's the whole point. Yeah. I mean, if I like the protest, of course I will support them. The whole point is that they are able to protest whatever they want, wherever they want, say whatever they want, and they say pretty mean things, right? I know. Yeah. But they have the right to say this. This is the whole point of it. I, I mean, I will I will want to have that right if I was not in government, right? I think so, perhaps I, the, the arrest of Mario Gomez is what triggered some people. That's what made some people yeah, fearful. That, I mean, I really, you know, I really knew his name after the arrest uh -huh. and after he was released, actually. I mean, he's not, if you really go into, he's not a famous person here. No. I mean, if you ask normal common folks I'm, in the street, if you ask 100 people, how many people do you think know him? Out of 100. I'm, I'm talking about the street. I, 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 I wouldn't protest. even know. I would, I mean, it's probably 0%. I mean, if you, have, if you ask 100, they will, uh, probably none of them will, will know who he is. But everyone in the opposition will know him. But who, who, you're talking about the 500 people? I think there's more. I mean, not, not everyone goes on okay, the street. Okay, yeah, probably it's 10% yeah. you know, of the country. Yeah. I won't think 10% of the country knows him. Yeah. Because then you have to realize, what, then you have to ask yourself what opposition means. I mean, opposition. Not voting for the president, that, that may be bigger, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, not voting for the president's party, that's in, you know, it's probably a bigger chunk. Yeah. Last elections, 29% of the population didn't vote for, the, for our party. So it's 29, right? Mm -hmm. I would say, well, I wasn't running, so they were just you know, voting for the candidates that presented. And 71% of the population did vote for them. So I know the numbers are, are bigger. But one thing is that you don't like what the government does or you just don't support the government or the president. That doesn't mean you're an, an activist. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, you have to, like, to know this, this person, I, I would bet anything that not 29% or 10 or 5 or even 1% of the population um, knows who the guy is. So it's not used. There's no use. I mean, we, we've never done a political arrest. So I, would, I wouldn't do it. Mm. I mean, getting a person that's not famous to make, to make him a martyr. I mean, why, why would you do that? Why, why, why? It doesn't make any sense. Before we carry on with the interview, I do have a quick message from my show sponsors. This show is brought to you by Level. Now, as the world migrates from traditional walled garden financial rails to Bitcoin, Level has rebuilt its Bitcoin trading app to become the first full-suite Bitcoin banking app. 
the Bitcoin revolution isn't just about investing dollars. It's about replacing them. So while other apps help you to buy Bitcoin, the Level app lets you use your Bitcoin for daily life. You can get paid in Bitcoin, you can spend Bitcoin anywhere, and you can even earn Bitcoin rewards. All of this is alongside a traditional fiat account, so you can manage your Bitcoin alongside your traditional currencies. Now, Level are reserving 500 beta slots for WBD listeners ready to go all in and bank in Bitcoin. If you want to find out more, head over to level.co forward slash WBD, which is lvl.co forward slash WBD for info and early access. Next up, it's sportsbet.io, the very best place for online gaming because they're badasses and they accept Bitcoin. Now, we are over halfway through the season. Liverpool have just picked up their first trophy. Tottenham are struggling as ever. This season is going as planned. But how's it going to finish? Do you know how it's going to finish? Will Liverpool win the title? Will they snatch it away from City? Who's going to win the league? Who's going to win the Champions League? Who knows? Well, anyway, if you want to take a bet, sportsbet.io has got you covered. And not just with football. They cover tennis, motorsports, US sports. They even cover esports. And for new customers, there's always a range of promotions available. So if you want to find out more, please head over to sportsbet.io forward slash promotions. That is S-P-O-R-T-S-B-E-T dot I-O forward slash promotions. Next up, it is Compass Mining. And they are not just a sponsor. I am a customer of Compass Mining. I am mining with Compass Mining. Now, I've been doing this for about Wow, what is it, like four months now? And I've mined over half a Bitcoin with them. It's pretty cool. It's very cool, actually. I love the fact that I'm back mining. And I also love the way Compass does this. They've made mining accessible to everyone. And as a Bitcoiner, I'm happy to be supporting the decentralized growth of the hash rate. It was so easy to get onboarded. And now anyone can mine Bitcoin. You just pick your machines, choose your hosting facility, and they do all the rest of the work for you. Now, if you are interested in mining or if you want to find out more, then please head over to compassmining.io. That is C-O-M-P-A-S-S-M-I-N-I-N-G dot I-O. Also today, we have Gemini, who I am using exclusively for buying and selling Bitcoin. And even though they've been with me for a year, I have not sold a single sat with Gemini. I'm only buying. I'm a hodler. But I have been buying Bitcoin with them. Not only have I been buying the dips through Gemini, I also set up my DCA with twice monthly buys of Bitcoin, and I'm yet to see a better or easier interface for buying Bitcoin. With a streamlined trading view, you have access to all the tools you need to understand Bitcoin and start investing, all through one clear, attractive interface. And Gemini are now running a special offer for listeners of what Bitcoin did. All you need to do is head over to Gemini.com forward slash WBD, and new customers will get $20 in Bitcoin when they trade $100 or more on Gemini. If you want to find out more, please head over to gemini.com forward slash WBD, which is G-E-M-I-N-I dot com forward slash WBD. What do you want your legacy to be? Do you think about your legacy? Do yes, you yes. Think about, all, all the time. Yeah. Because you, you, it feels like, I mean, I've read about the previous presidents because you told me in the yeah. last four uh, you told me about well, the last, I, the last six. I, well, I did the last four. I think there's the last yeah, four well, you mentioned last the, time. The other two got away with it. There's two, two, in, two in Nicaragua now. Two are Nicaraguan citizens now. One's in jail. One's dead. I was looking at the numbers. I mean, Antonio Sacco, was it 300 million funds? 300 million. He was yeah. accused of 300 million. 300 probably accused, more. But yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he, I mean, he he actually uh, confessed about the 300 million. So it could be more. It could be a thousand. I don't know. 
But you, I mean, not him, but he, him and his associates, right? And what was it you, your campaign was, there's enough money if we don't steal it? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you have a chance of building a, an unreal legacy of El Salvador. And I feel invested in this country. I've been three times this year and five times over. I love the country. I'm looking to buy a property here. I love this country, right? Uh, and I feel invested in this. And you have a chance to build a legacy of one of the greatest, if not the greatest, uh, El Salvadoran president, because you could fundamentally shift the country's economics. But do you think about stuff like that? Yes, all the time. Okay. All the time, yeah. I don't collect my salary. Mm -hmm. And it's actually very low, so I wouldn't collect it anyway. Why would I do this if it wasn't for the legacy mm -hmm. to, change, to change this country and to you know, change the lives of millions of people? You could, you could say, oh, it's a small country. Yeah, but you know, there's, there are 10 million Salvadorans, 3 million living abroad and 7 million living here. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that could be a, a low number if you compare it to the 7 billion people in the world. But for me, 10 million people is a lot of people. Oh, they're your people. Well, that's the most important thing, but also 10 million, it's a huge number for mm -hmm. me. Could be small for other person, but for me, 10 million is huge. Uh -huh. It's the biggest number of people I have impacted in my life. Never before I, I, I could have done something that would impact 10 million lives. And now we do. And actually, it's the first time that El Salvador is doing policy that actually impacts the 3 million that lives abroad. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, they, they have never received one thing from this government. And they actually being, uh, thanks to them, we had actually survived economically yep. all of this over the last three decades, almost four. So for the first time, the country is doing something that will greatly benefit them. At least, at least, according to the great media, big media outlets, at least $400 million a year in savings. Uh -huh. not, not my words, their words. $400 million in savings a year. So they will save... Four billion in the next ten years. I I really think we're we're doing very very positive things, and I'm I don't think my you know even even this this media outlet that I would consider to be not not nice with us, they 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 got this poll out that they say that eighty percent of the people weren't. Uh, I know I saw it. Yeah, but at the same time, in the same poll, they say. The president's approval rating is intact because they ask in the same poll, mm -hmm. if you believe their numbers, I don't necessarily believe what they say, but even if you do, they say they said the president's approval rating is intact. And they said that 85% of the population approved me. I think it's more, but they say 85. Now, with their numbers, I'm pretty comfortable with 85% approval rating. And that's according mm -hmm. to them a couple of days ago. At the same time, supposedly the project was polling very negatively. But I don't think it's negative. I don't think it's, I actually think it's like, it's, it's the, the way that the questions are, are being redacted. Because if, what, what if I say, hey, I take all of your money and I'll give you back Pupumi. You want that? No. Why? Because I don't know, I don't understand But the government's it. gonna force you to. Do you agree with that? No. Why? Uh, do, do you think that it's a good policy for the government to give you that instead and take away your money? Well, it comes back to the PTSD. No, no, no. What, yeah. What I'm saying, you can frame the question. This is worse than PTSD because I understand the possible PTSD, but the, if you, you were, say, euros, 
people will probably know them and understand. But people don't like change. I, not necessarily. People, people, Some people, people don't. No, people like change. The problem is that when you phrase the questions like that, I mean, they're tell, they go to people that just, they don't know what Bitcoin is and they tell them, do you want the government to take away all of your money and give you Bitcoin instead? And they say, what's Bitcoin? It's something that's spiritual. Actually, you cannot touch it. I can't touch it. No, you can't touch it. Do you want that? No. But So you're against the government policy to force you to get this virtual, inexistent currency and take away all of your money, right? Yes. Okay, so you're against the government. I'm not sure the questions were framed like that. Well, they are. They are. If you read them, I mean, I'm trying to... I'm trying to make it funnier. But they actually were like that because you're asking somebody that doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, that never, never in his life he has actually used a bank account mm -hmm. or a credit card or a debit card or anything that's not physically touchable. Well, and then yeah. you're asking me if you are, if he is uh, in favor of using something that he doesn't know. But when you go to the plaza and you see the Chivo spots and you see this type of profile of a person that would say no, right? Like very old man with low income that never had a bank account. And you see them in the Chivo spot asking for, you know, not only him, but, you know, a lot of people mm -hmm. asking for information. Is he really against it or just he doesn't know about it and he wants to know more about it? Or he needs more, you know, um, more information about it or needs to get more used to it. And there's another thing, and I bet you have heard of this. They have said one and again, one time and, and, and again that we're going to, force people to use that. We covered this the first time. I, I, I know this. I know they're not forced to. They're for, they can have it converted to the dollar. Not only converted. Yeah. Normal people. They, they don't, I mean, do you think McDonald's will, I'm, because there's a lot of, what the opposition uses internationally and locally is Article 7 of the Bitcoin law, mm -hmm. right? Of course, they're ignoring Article 8 and 12. We talked about this last time. Yeah, we time. did, yeah. Yeah. So we need, we need actually need Article 7, because if we don't have Article 7, McDonald's will not accept Bitcoin. Well, that's the but point. We, yeah. but, but normal people, they are within Article 8 and 12. I mean, we're not forcing anybody, not even McDonald's. I mean, but we have, we could, I mean, if you don't include that provision, that, um, uh, provision in the law, you would have the banks, the, the, all the big banks mm -hmm. and all the big corporations running the show. So you actually need one thing that will tell them, yeah, you have to get on board this. I'm talking about big corporations, not a small folk or a small business or a normal person or, or a worker. I'm talking about 20 corporations. Oh, poor corporations, they're being forced. I mean, come on. I mean, really, they have, yeah. they, they're worth you know, hundreds of billions of dollars. They have all the money in the world. They actually pay governments to do what they want. I'm not talking about El Salvador, I'm talking about the United States. Okay, fine. And this is not only I have invented. I mean, in the States, it's legal to pay. Here, it's illegal. They do it, but it's illegal at least. But in the States, it's legal. You can actually pay a politician. It's lobbying. I know. And you can actually hire them after they, they actually will give million dollar jobs to politicians when they retire in the, in the lobbying firm that they, that they were lobbied with 20 years. So it's institutionalized corruption and it's legal. And these corporations, they run the show. Not here, they run, in the, they run the show in the world. 
But now with social media, it's not only Bitcoin, it's social media, mm -hmm. it's hyper-communication. That's why Bitcoin exists. So with all of this hyper-communication and all of these people with a voice, now everybody has a voice. Probably more people will watch your podcast then. Oh, this one will be the last one. <laughs> probably. But more people will watch your podcast than probably, you know, NBC. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I watched in this show, what, what's the name? What was the name of this show? It's very famous in the States. Tucker Carlson. No, no, no. The, the, he, has, he has some rating. He has, yeah. he has rating. No, 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 no. This uh, it has a clock. 60 minutes. 60 oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was in 60 minutes. Full show. Full 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I was like very honored to be, you know, in 60 minutes and mm -hmm. everything. And we, do, we did the show. The show went out. Nobody called me. Or texted me like, "Hey, you, you did well." In the show. Nobody, nobody. I didn't receive a tweet. What about after? What about after my one? Did you? Oh, a lot of them, thousands. And and after after sixty minutes, nobody. And I was like, some, "Did someone did, did someone watch the show? I mean, the sixty minute show. It's like this legacy media. They're fine and they have the right to do it. I mean, yeah. it's not like I'm not criticizing because they're against them. It's just that they're not as relevant as they were." And not because of me or because of you, it's because that's really reality. That's the new reality. I mean, yeah. TikTok, we have more views or that, you know, the, all the three major networks in the United States. Hence what you did at the UN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was different at that time. Now yeah. it has changed even more. Yeah. So. Well, I wrestled with you know. this the Article 7, um, and I came to the conclusion that. You, you cannot put this into work without it. Well, it just. Because it's not the bank. It's a work. kickstart. It's like a kickstart. Well, not only a kickstart. I mean, huge banks. I mean, multi-billion-dollar banks here. The, the 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 main five banks they're worth way more than a billion. Mm -hmm. They would say, "Yeah, we're not going to take it." So, and the corporations, the supermarkets, the pharmacies, the the gas stations. The, the, the chain restaurants, they have 100 stores. No, we don't, we won't, we won't use it. The department stores, no, we won't take it. Mm -hmm. So let's say a family gets their $30 in Bitcoin. They're five, so they put the 150 and they wanna, they wanna buy a, a kitchen. So they go to the department store and say, okay, we're gonna buy a kitchen, right? The department store says, no, we won't take it. So they don't know what Bitcoin is, how does it work. So in the first time, they would face that their Bitcoins are worth nothing for them because they go to the store and they wouldn't take it. So you have to create an environment in which their Bitcoin is accepted as a method of payment with the big corporations. And you know, the, the small guy, he can do whatever he wants. And actually the smallest guy is the one, is the guy that goes to buy the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So we're actually protecting the freedom of the small guy, the little guy, because he has freedom to choose if he wants to pay in dollars or in Bitcoin. Now, do the huge corporations have freedoms? Of course, yes. I don't understand why when the corporations run the show, nobody says anything. It's like, oh, okay, it's fine. They, they can crush the small, the little guy. They can, the, 
whatever they can do, do whatever they want. And when we pro when we protect the liberties and the right to choose of the little guy, and we make the corporations to respect that, suddenly that's bad. And we actually have in the same what, how, how much articles were they? Sixteen. It was very very small. Mm. So you can actually read it. You can actually read the full law in like five minutes. Yeah, of course, or less. So. And then next to Article 7, it's Article 8. And a little below, it's Article 12. I mean, I mean you, have, you just have to read the next articles, and that's it. Do you, will there come a time where you start to enforce Article 7? And how would you enforce that? We're not enforcing. No, but will there come a time that maybe you won't? Uh, like, so my experience was we, we went everywhere. Uh, we went to a, I can't remember, a steak restaurant in a mall, and we said, are you ready? He said, we're ready. We're not, you know, we're ready for the law. Tuesday, we've got the Chivo app. We've seen Starbucks and McDonald's. Then we went down to the market. And yeah. Nobody was ready. But does there come a time where, you know, there may be a couple of places in the mall. Does there come a time when you enforce it? We haven't enforced it. I know, not yet, but... No, we just have the capability of enforcing it into big corporations or a big bank. There's just, you know... Driving. So it's there because of those guys? Of course. Because my feeling was it was a little bit carrot and stick. It's stick for the big corporations, carrot for the small businesses. Like, here's an incentive, here's the Chivo app, here's $30, go out and learn it. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. We're not enforcing it, not even now. I mean, why would we enforce it? Why would we enforce it in, in a year? Well, I just got to ask the questions that people ask me or the people are the fearful yeah, of, and they've got to put them to you. You know, the fear is the, the, first, word, the first letter of thought. <laughs> uh, back to your legacy big question I can't actually believe I mean I'm not a political guy I'm going to be discussing politics with you yeah. now and I'm not going to debate you on it but uh, I've met a lot of people and there has been a big reaction to the Supreme Court ruling uh, but I, when last time I met you I said one term just doesn't seem long enough for yeah I haven't, I haven't I haven't given any any opinion about it. I'm well, not, I'm not how about a world exclusive? No, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So will you talk about this? As, as later, yeah, yeah, probably later. I mean, it's quite a big question I'd written down here. Yeah, well, you can read it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I, I almost want to ask you just because uh, just I can't even, one, I can't believe I'm here. I'm just a Bitcoin podcaster from Bedford, but it's really the question a lot of people are asking. Yeah. Is that I... Are you a dictator? That's the thing that people well, regularly say. Well, <laughs> what's the ingredients? What are the ingredients? Yeah. A ruler with total power over a country, typically one who has obtained control by force. I got the. Okay, so. What did you know? What I think. We, yeah. I, I think. I genuinely think. I said it to you last time. I don't think one term's enough to do this job, especially with the Bitcoin. Uh, and I went away thinking it isn't. I, I think it's a minimum two-term job, and I think you know that. And I think what you're thinking is I've got to do that. I know. But I think, <laughs> you, can, you can answer for me. I mean, uh, I think you're going to run again. And I think you will, as long as everything goes okay, you will retain your presidency. But I think you know this is a 10-year job, minimum. That's what I think. But what do you think about the dictatorship? Do you think that's, that has any logic to it? I mean, do, do we were doing anything by force? Do we, do we obtain power by force? Are we, are we imposing it on everybody else? I think it's a subjective term that some people can describe as you are and some people can describe as you aren't. I think it's something you used 
you use retroactively. And you there's time, I, I, time th- is I think test. people shouldn't use it so lightly. I don't because, agree. Because then it's like, if, if everything is a dictatorship, then nothing is a dictatorship. I mean, the problem with it is that I was just reading today that President Biden is saying that his patience is up and he's going to do some things to make people vaccinate, for example. Oh, yeah. And, and if you say, okay, so that's a dictatorship. And then, so then never, I mean, probably that's something that you won't like. I don't agree with it, definitely. Yeah. But that is that could, I mean, that makes the United States a dictatorship? Because the, yeah. problem, the problem is that if everything is a dictatorship, then nothing is a dictatorship. So when you have a real dictatorship that you need to fight, then what's the difference between a dictatorship and if everything is a dictatorship? It's when they give medals to everybody. It's like, you know, they, they have a, a race and, mm-hmm. and, ten, ten, you know, and 10 people participate and they give medals to everybody because, you know, they're, so nobody won actually. Which is fine, you know, you can give medals to everybody, but the problem is that then a medal is worth nothing. It's like with fiat money, it's the same concept, mm. right? So it's the same, if everything is a dictatorship, if everything you don't like is a dictatorship because you don't like something, then nothing is a dictatorship. And I just think that, I mean, there are real dictatorships in the world that are very harmful to their people, mm-hmm. that they crush on their people. And it's not El Salvador. I and, don't think yet. I think there's a slight well, difference. Well, I mean, if, if, you, if, you're, if you're just speculating into the future, then every country in the world is a, is a potential dictator. I think I need to explain. So Biden's decision, I think, is terrible. And what I would say is that he's acting authoritarian with that. And I, do I think you're a dictator? No, it's something you apply ret- retrospectively once yeah. it's happened. I guess what I'm saying is, like, I wanted to ask you the question, not so much are you going to run again. It's like, what is the plan here? What is the long-term plan? Is it to do a specific job? Or is it one of those things where it's like, you know what, I love the job, I want to stay in it. No, no, I can't, I can't. I'm not going to answer, but I can tell you it's not my plan to just stay in the job. It's not, I don't want to do that in my life. It's it's just too much. I mean, it's good. I like it, love it for, for, you know, for for now, but it's not not my plan for it. I read it was wanting to clean Life is actually very short. I know, man. And it's actually very short. Once you realize that, it's, you know, it's probably one of the few things that, you know, makes me sad about life is that it's too short. <laughs> so I won't spend it, everything here I'm not. I'm just going to do that. I'm just, I'm, and my wife's not going to let me either. So, you know, so, yeah. Out of the question. What? Now, I'm not answering your question. I'm just yeah, philosophically no, no, talking about staying, you know, uh, huge periods of time in a job. I won't do it. I know. And I, look, people... Not were, in this job, and not, not in any job. In, I mean, if I was, you know, working in a company, I'll probably quit every five years or every four years. Or, you know, I, I won't stay there for... You shouldn't stay in the same job for too much time. It, it, it takes away the, the impulse of, you know, starting, starting something. But there is an opportunity across wider Latin America to help other c- countries and take a bigger role there. Well, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, and that could be busy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But you talked about cleaning house. Yes. And I understand that, and I've but spoken to other people. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm very, you know, I, I'll answer any question yeah. that's not that. Can I tell you why I want to ask this question? Yeah. I've spent time here in El Salvador. A lot of my listeners haven't, and they don't understand what it's like here. Yes. They'll read the headlines, the FUD, yeah. and they'll make judgments. I was just 
the one question I wanted more in this area is like, what does clean house mean? Well, I mean, we talked about previous presidents. Yes. This guy you just mentioned, he confessed mm -hmm. about the $300 million corruption. $300 million in a poor country like ours. And the other guy, he fled, and he has Nicaraguan citizenship mm -hmm. now. Because the dictatorship in Nicaragua actually gave him the citizenship. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now, they kill you because of your, of your political inclinations. That's a dictatorship. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, he, he's accused of stealing $351 million. I mean, that's actually what the attorney general has in proof, mm -hmm. he probably stole more, you know. They, they, they have proof of 351 million. And the next one, he's also in Nicaragua, 144 million. Mm -hmm. And that's only the presidents, anyhow, you know, ministers, you name it, secretaries, deputies, judges. Today, they arrested the former uh, director of the jails, mm -hmm. because he diverted, I don't know, I don't remember the, the exact figure, but several million dollars to the account of the former minister of security. It was, this was today. You could say, oh, because they say that the party that was be, um, in, in, in power before, they would say, oh, this is political persecution. So what do we do? We just let them stay with their money? Because if they, I mean, do they have like immunity? Mm -hmm. What they did because they are, you know, they're gonna accuse you of political persecution. I mean, do really any, I mean, all of your, I would, I would guess most of your viewers are, are smart, are smart people because, you know, they're- you know, They're in Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they, so they, have, they, they see a, a little more, you know- Ahead. A little more ahead, exactly. So do you really think that in a, a country like El Salvador, so much poverty, some 75% people are bankerized. Mm -hmm. You know, all the problems that you, you would see in a country like ours. Hunger, communities with lack of basic services, housing, water. Do you think that we have had honest politicians around? No, you haven't. Exactly. So what should we do with them? Should we investigate them and process them? Or should we say no, because you know, they're, they're political opponents, and if you arrest a political opponent, then you're a dictator. Right. It will be probably a lot easier not to arrest anybody, yeah. because you, know, you don't want enemies, and they can, you know, they can cause you harm. I mean, it's, you know, it's, very, it's not that, that hard, right? Mm -hmm. So if we want to fix things here, we have to go after corruption, crime. You have, of course, we have to build schools and hospitals and fight the pandemic and, you know, uh, more access to, to technology. We're giving away computers to all the children. Mm -hmm. We're changing our economic uh, policies. So this, all of this will bring results. You cannot, this, you cannot only do this. You, you have also fight impunity and corruption. 
and that will have you know that that's messy. I mean, you're cleaning your house. That's that that what cleaning house means. Mm-hmm. These people have not only stole but actually killed our people. They have trained criminals. There's pictures, videos of it. I mean, I'm talking. I mean, I'm just not. You know, there's videos of it, of they're giving mountains of money to criminals in exchange of votes. There are actually um, there are videos of them negotiating millions of dollars for the result of an election. There are videos of them and pictures training criminals in our military facilities. And you actually look at gang members. And you know they're gang members because you can see their faces and they're actually recognized gang members. They're now in jail. And you will see them in the military installations in a shooting range, practicing with guns, with ammunition, pay with taxes. And they're practicing, of course, because that's mm-hmm. that's the you know, that's the silhouette you have to shot in the head, into the heart. And what, where are they going to apply their, their new uh, talent? They're going to go out and kill our people. So they did this for a lot of time. There is actually uh, accusations that are in, the, in, a, in, a, in, a, in our court system. Not, not right now, before, before I was president. Yeah. That they will actually met, meet the minister of security. I don't know what he was doing in, in, the, in the assembly. But he was actually in parliament. Not in the chamber, you know, in the offices. Meeting with the gang leaders, authorizing the number of homicides they can do a day. Like saying, okay, you can do up to here, so, mm-hmm. you know, we keep this, whatever. And, I mean, this, they have to, I mean, justice is a thing. You cannot negotiate that. Justice is, is something that has to be applied. And this is nothing have to do probably with, with economics, but, you know, it's, you know, it's, you cannot just let criminals go away. And we're not talking about opposition. We're talking about people that have killed and, 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 and steal from, from our, our, our um, from Salvadorans for the last 40 years. And some of them will never pay for their crimes because, you know, the criminal system is, is not way far from, from perfect. So it's easier to clean house than prosecute. Yes, I mean it's easy to fire somebody than to actually prosecute him and and, mm. and, and, and have him have him go to jail. But and it's and it's you know it's it's sad that the the, that the justice system won't will probably you know spare ninety percent of them. But I, but it would be very very unfair to accuse us of making ten percent of them pay for. What they did, we should actually be doing a hundred, but we're so we do so such a, uh, a lousy job in the justice system that probably 90% of them will get away with their crimes. So that should be the focus. Like, look, Salvador is letting all of the criminal, all, all those criminals get away with it. That should be the focus, not El Salvador capture one politician that out of a thousand that are corrupt yeah. and, 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 and have stolen and killed. I mean, it's just you know. The focus should be the other way around. Well, no one can say I didn't ask you. What? No one can say I didn't ask you these questions. Yeah, yeah, you did. I got one more and then um, a close-out question. Um, this has been a real eye-opening trip for me. Um, 
one of the things I really wanted to do was avoid all the cliches of El Salvador. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen the tough parts, we've seen the good parts, but when everyone thinks of El Salvador, they think of two topics, but they don't talk about the beaches and the surf and the food and the people and how hard work and all. all that's missed. It's all prisons, gangs, and civil war. So we've tried to tell a different story. We've tried to show the real El Salvador. And I appreciate your time, and we have shown the opposition. There is one thing that did come up again and again in speaking to people, and it's to do with the machismo. What? The gender equality in the country. Oh, yes. Now, this is Bitcoin things putting you on the world stage. Yeah. It's exposing El Salvador to the rest of the world. How far has El Salvador come in equality and you know, what is the future for the country with regards to this? Because this was what was you know, meeting women in El Salvador. They yeah. said this is their pressing, pressing issue. Yeah. Well, this, this, it's, it's not a, you know, it's obvious that there's a, in the whole Latin America, actually, mm -hmm. there's a huge gap in gender equality. And it's a lot of, you know, People won't, won't talk about it a lot because, you know, it's embedded in the culture, but it's real mm -hmm. and it's not, in, in, and you cannot just, you know, just dismiss it because it's embedded in the culture. I mean, probably the culture has to be uh, better. So there's a lot of things that we have to do and we're working on it and you name it. I mean, there's a thousand topics that have to be fixed and it's like everything else. We'll be, we'll fix one and then we'll fix the other one. And I, I don't eat whales, and I think you don't eat whales either, but there's a saying that says, how do you eat a whale? Yeah. You can actually swallow a whale, so you eat it piece by piece. I yeah. mean, I'm not advocating for eating whales, but you know, they did it 100 years ago. So how you fix a huge, gigantic problem is gender inequality in a country that's, you know, that's culturally embedded into that inequality. And... That that goes through so many so many stages, of you know having a, a lot of women will be like not forced but forced by culture let's say to stay home and work and not being uh, compensated for their work, and then you know depend that that makes them that makes them dependent of uh, their male partner because he's the one that you know has the money. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things in education, in, in human rights, in you know, in 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 uh, political positions, in so much things that uh, will have women being not protected or being even neglected, and in, in the you know, at the society level or even the state. So we're trying to fix that, and we're to, we're doing a lot of things. My my the, the first lady, uh, Gabriela, my wife, she's doing a lot of. Uh, Projects they just unveiled, one that's huge, uh, 600 million project, a lot more expensive than the Bitcoin one, <laughs> and it's it's focused in in women, and 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 their rights, and it's, you know, it's it's a long way to go, but when when, I mean, it will be a it will be a longer interview, of course, but. When before we started the interview, when you asked me about you know how, how many hours, yeah, and like there was so much things because we have to fix the agriculture, we have to fix the the intake of calories of the children, we have to fix you know gender inequality, we have to fix. You know, it's overwhelming. Yes, yes, but you have to fix everything because mm. if not, there's you know it's like a table with one one leg missing. So mm -hmm. you have to you have to you have to fix everything, 
And it's not going to be easy, but I mean, we're doing it. It's not, Rome wasn't built in a day, and we're not Rome, and we're not, of course, we're not going to build, be, fix the country in a day. But every time with every project, we lower the crime rate. But still, you can say, oh, still, it's a high crime rate. Yeah, but it's lower than, it's lot, yeah. yeah, and it's lower than most cities. There are a lot of cities in the U.S., for example. So, but, but there's still a lot more things to do. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, for example, in El Salvador, the majority of people being killed will be men, but th- that's because m- probably gang gang leaders yeah. will be men. So it's not because women are more protected. So when you look at it about feminicides, for example, there will be women that will be killed because one of the factors because they, they, them being women. Mm-hmm. So you have to fight that. Yeah. It's not easy. It's it's, it's actually you know it's one of now that we have lowered the gang uh, crime rate. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we have to fix, and that's definitely the one. We're working on it. Well, I appreciate you answering these questions as well. It's, Thank you. Um, these are, you know, I've spent a lot of time here, and these are things that people ask me to talk to you about, but... I think we've got to give the final word to Bitcoin because that's yeah. you know that's my base. And also, thanks again for for doing this because I know you don't give a lot of interviews. No, I don't. For some reason, you've given me two, yeah. two yeah. and I appreciate that. Um, I, I thought we should had a you know, you know a, it's an ongoing discussion, and I thought that before we it was before, yeah, and now it's I won't say after, but it's live on the on the. We'll do this every six months. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but I do appreciate it. It's very surreal. I do want to give the last word to Bitcoin. Um, I believe in the project, and I believe Bitcoin will be a success here. In some ways, it already, already is in, in certain measures. Um, but I just I want to give you just the last words on this. It's like, what do you want to tell people about El Salvador? People who listen to this who maybe haven't been to the country or don't understand what's going on with the Bitcoin project, what do you want to just say to them? Well... You know, it's all that's going to speak for, for, for itself. I mean, people are coming, people are watching. And, you know, you talk about civil war, the civil war and, you know, the gangs, etc. And probably some informed people, they know about, you know, the civil war, etc. But most people, most people, they were probably, they didn't even know where El Salvador was no. <laughs> in the map. Yeah. So when you say El Salvador was known for the civil war, I'm like, really? I mean... Of course, very informed people about civil wars would yeah. be very informed about the Salvador civil war in the 80s. But most people wouldn't even know where El Salvador mm-hmm. is in the map. And now a lot of people are, are watching. And now we have the eyes of the world. Mm-hmm. And actually on September 7th, we were probably the most co- commenting and watched country in the world. Yep. And of course, you have ups and downs. And you can have, you know, you're not be in the news all, all, every day. But, well, we have been, but you know, it's, it's going to go down eventually. But only the attention that we have had now, people coming in like in tons, I mean, in the airport, you have a lot of people coming in yeah. just to watch this, um, you know, this project going on. And you have all of this economist, uh, legacy economists, I would call them, you know, I could call them differently, but for your show, I'll be respectful. Uh, you can call them you want. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no I know, I know, but no, I'm, <laughs> All these legacy economists, because I don't want to generalize. There, yeah. there, there, there's some very bad people, but there's some good people. They just, they just think different. Mm-hmm. Now, these legacy economists, they're very smart, most of them. But they're interested in El Salvador. They're commenting on, they're writing about El Salvador. I mean, we're, we have a net gain out of it, even the tax. 
I mean, all of these media, this magazines, everything, they're, they're making, writing articles, opinion pieces, you know, they're, they're writing essays. I mean, this has, this never happened before. Never in El Salvador's 200-year history you, you would have had this type of, of attention from the world. And of course, the project is not for attention of the world. It's an economic project. But it, one of the var, var, variables that, we, that you can now measure, it's huge attention from companies, from banks. You know, this, I, thought, I, I don't know if it's JP Morgan, mm -hmm. they issued like their, their, their assess on El Salvador's rollout of Bitcoin. And they said like, okay, the app has some glitches and that, but that was expected. And, and you know, the, JP Morgan is issuing, for, because of a lot of their investors, they want to know what's happening, what's mm -hmm. going on, and how, how is it going? So, you know, this, this, this whole thing, I mean, by itself, it would have been enough. Enough benefits, enough uh, good things for the country. But when you add up all the other variables, it's a huge gain mm -hmm. for El Salvador. A, 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 something that we didn't, I mean, we, we, we didn't even dream of before. You know, it's going to be good for the El Salvador. It's going to be good for Bitcoin. It's going to be good for the world eventually. So, yeah, that, for, for me, it was a no-brainer from the start. And it's a no-brainer right now. And I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't think it's going to work. I'm sure it's going to work. Because the fundamentals are there. I mean, we, got, we can have some bumps in the road, like yep. everything. Like the price of Bitcoin against compared to the dollar, if you, want, if you care about that. But, um, you know, this, the fundamentals are the same. And it's going to work because, because the philosophy of it is right. So it's, you know, it's, just give it time. It's going to work for itself. It's going to work for Bitcoin. It's going to work for the world. Well, I wish you the best. Thank and you. again, thank you for seeing me again. I, I do appreciate it. But I wish you the best. I'm here to help. People in El Salvador, I'll keep coming back. Uh, I'll keep offering my support to people who want to learn about Bitcoin and, and, and help them. And yeah, look forward to doing this again at another important point in the future where there's more to talk about. Just thanks again. You too. All right. Thanks for listening to What Bitcoin Did. If you want to get in touch, the best thing you can do is head over to my Telegram channel or you can hit me up on my email, which is hello at whatbitcoindid.com. 